I know I said I wasn't going to blog anymore, but I thought I'd qu- quickly make some uh, recording. Um, so it's Sunday before we go away on Tuesday morning. We've had a very, very busy time since I published uh, Tuesday, uh, Thursday. Uh, as you can imagine, everything needs to be done and up together on the small holding. Numerous lists need to be made um, so that Shelley knows the routines of everything, um, where everything is, what everything is, how everything goes, etc., etc. Endless lists that, you know, on top of getting the house up together, uh, getting your packing done making sure you've got all the paperwork, et cetera, et cetera. Um, John was outside. He's been cleaning out all the animals, deep clean, so that that's all that all Shelley has to do is skip them out. Um, and he's power washed all the pens down and everything. So, uh, and then he also, we kept, we cut all the grass um, everywhere that we needed to get it cut because it'd be too long once we come back. And um, the ride on mower is difficult to start by yourself. Um, having said that, John got halfway through the paddock and the belt went on it. So he's had to finish the whole lot off with a hand, with a petrol hand mower, push mower thing. <laughs> so um, that's, it's pretty incredible. Um, one of the things that um, I suddenly, so it's Sunday afternoon and I'm off to have my nails and my eyelashes and that done soon, um, is that I just realised I'm going... The, the elderflower are all out <laughs> they've just come out literally and um if i don't pick some i'm going to entirely miss elderflower season which i don't want to do so a quick scout through the um, internet tells me that i can freeze the heads and it's provided i put them i plunge them straight into hot water and sugar syrup when i get them out um, they shouldn't go brown so i'm going to try that because i do not want to miss elderflower season um I might print off a recipe and see if Shelley can. Shelley wants to do some while she's here. She might have a go. Uh, but, um, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's just one more job. I've got to squeeze in um, before, I, before I get on with getting ready for holiday. Um, so, yeah, I thought I'd just quickly make a note of that because um, it's elderflower season, everybody, and I really don't want to miss it. Little added extra... It's um, half past seven the night before we go away. Um, John came in the kitchen just to put something in the bin and bold as brass, a fox was walking right past the kitchen window. So I'm like, oh, brilliant. Just before we go away, that's uh, just what you need. Um, I have told Shelley, so she will be on her guard. But, ah, uh, dear, so typical. That's the sort of thing that happens all the time. Not to mention the faff I've had today that's drove my stress levels right up trying to get this lateral flow online done (laughs) more about that another time well hello it is 7 30 um on the thursday the 9th of uh june (laughs) i forgot what month it was and uh, we arrived back today. Um, I feel like I've got a bit of jet lag at the minute because uh, we went through a couple of time zones while we were travelling and then obviously a couple of time zones back. So that's clocks forward, clocks back, clocks forward, forward, back, back. And then consequently, I was awake at half past four this morning, um, ready to disembark uh, 
at, well, we were off by half past seven, back in the Shire by nine o'clock, um, which was pretty good going. Uh, we did stop on the way because I knew Shelley was going to be on the school run and she'd want to get back to the house and just make sure it was tidy before we came home. So we stopped on the way at a local um, sort of pick your own place. It's got a big farm shop and um, cafe and we just picked up a couple of bits of supplies for the, for now and uh, had a cup of coffee just to give her time. Um, arrived back and uh, it's been washing, washing, sorting stuff out, putting stuff away ever since then. Um, it's also Thursday, so I've had the twins. Um, Samantha didn't want, she said, no, I won't bring them over. I said, yeah, bring them over. It's fine. Um, and so uh, it's pretty much been full on. My brother also arrived in the country today from Australia. I haven't seen him yet, but obviously there's been numerous texts back and forward and um, videos of, because he surprised my mum. Um, so videos of that. So phone constantly pinging. Gone from uh, two and a half weeks of um, where I couldn't get hardly any signal. So not picking up hardly any messages to full on back into technology and all that that entails. Um, yeah, once the twins went, I had to sit down and have a quick bite to eat. And then I went out and I've picked a ton of broad beans and monge too. Now, Shelley's been picking broad beans while we've been away and she's been blanching them and freezing them for me. But there are absolutely loads out there. So I thought I'd better get them picked now and then they will, you know, um, grow some more with the um thinking that you know the food prices are are going to be astronomical this year it makes sense to um do what i can save what i can so i i went out there tonight and um picked everything that i could um there's probably still more to pick but i thought i need to get in and then process them so at the minute i'm halfway through i've got half a pan here of um broad beans which i'm going to blanch the monge too, I've got, so Shelley didn't know, bless her, whether they were monge too or whether they were sweet peas, so she didn't dare pick them. So a lot of them have got peas forming in them now, <laughs> and uh, which is fine. But um, in order to keep them flushing um, new pods, I, I really needed to get them picked. And I thought what I'll do with those is I will just blanch them and freeze them as they are. And I'll, we will eat them as they are with, you know, tiny formed peas inside and just use them for soups and things like that um, because uh, that makes sense to do. So, yeah, I've, but I'm just li li literally sort of um, getting to the stage where I'm hitting a brick wall at the minute. Uh, it's only, well, it's 20 to 8, but I am getting really tired now. The weeds are insane and bless Shelley, she has tried very hard to keep up with them. I, I knew they would be bad when I came back uh, and they are because we've also had lots and lots of rain, which is great because... You know, um, well, we've been away, there's lots of rain uh, on and off and then the hot weather. So it just does, does what it does. We also had um, a fair amount of rain while we were away. Uh, we also had some hot days. So, um, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll finish these beans. Maybe I'll tell you more tomorrow about our trip away and um, the kind of things we got up to, including the most fabulous tour in Lithuania we went on it was called back to the village and um actually didn't realize we actually went back to the tour guide's house well house i say house small holding self-sufficient unbelievable um i was absolutely in my element made up it was fantastic and uh really kind of spurred me on to 
do more than I'm doing um, at the minute this year. So, yeah, so for the time being, we're back. Um, we're busy. And, uh, yeah, I, I, this evening I am trying to pick everything I can and get it in the freezer ASAP. It's uh, 10 o'clock Friday morning. Um, I literally haven't stopped apart from when I'm sleeping. I uh, had a good sleep last night, went to bed early. Um, had a good, well, probably eight hours sleep. So that was good. Um, I needed that. <laughs> uh, and then this morning, straight out and at it. Um, well, still washing. I, st I finally put the last wash load on um, a couple of hours ago. And luckily it's um, dry and windy today, so that should dry a fair amount of that, which is great. Yesterday I had to use a tumble dryer because it rained on us. Um, yeah, and now I got out here this morning and had a good look round, and it's um, the weeds are astronomical. Well, I knew they would be, but yeah, I was kind of hoping a miracle might happen and they would all disappear, but they haven't. And <laughs> Shelley doesn't know what's, what's a weed and what's not, so apart from the obvious ones. Um, so what I've been doing, well, I have been, um, mainly, uh, I picked a load of mange too. I picked a lot yesterday, um, and some broad beans, whacked those, blanched them, whacked them all in the freezer, open froze them. And then this morning I bagged them all up and put them in the freezer. And I told John he's going to have to eat them because, uh, you know, food's going to be expensive this year and we've got plenty of it. And just because he doesn't like that particular thing i thought i found a nice recipe for some pea pod and potato soup which um you could just as easily use with the the mange too that are sort of got a bit more than mange too but not quite peas um but then i there was also quite a lot on there i thought right i'll pick those this morning and put those out for sale so i've got a couple of bags of mange too out there and then some rhubarb and there's still plenty of rhubarb to pick but i'll just i'll just pick sort of like four bunches put out there for now and just told anybody if they want to order any or ask me if there isn't any um i'll happily pick some more and then i went out onto the front beds to do weeding i think i've done about oh, seven or eight buckets of weeds big you know the trugs of weeds um from in there and a lot of um a lot of that will be forget me not that's gone all moldy and um it's just uh, other plants that are growing and they've got tall and they've fallen over and they've gone a bit manky at the bottom and they're inhibiting growth of other things that are going to come through so yeah cut all those back um and uh feel like i've achieved um something useful really this morning it's only 10 o'clock john's had to go out this morning already already had a phone call last night to go out um to look at somebody who's moved in somewhere and they've got no water so he uh, went off first thing this morning um <laughs> you just that's the thing you just die you're just diving straight back into it uh which is insane really but it's looking really lush everything's looking really lush and gray green because you know they've had a fair amount of rain on and off while we've been away um I, obviously i've just got endless days of weeding to do um and plenty of other things but i'm happy that i've managed to do the bits out the front just go around and uh do that um it, it's funny really you just if, if i feel panicked i suppose and, but then when you've got a couple of jobs under your belt 
it's it's not so bad i have the twins today for the best part of um this afternoon um again because samantha is um samantha's going away for the weekend on a friend's hendy and uh so i'm having the twins until uh luke's picked me up at three o'clock and then we'll drop the twins back over there um so yeah uh, and that's why now I'm thinking I wanted to get those sort of things done before the twins come because there would be no hope of me getting it done once they're here. Um, we'll see what other jobs we can get done. But uh, it's more difficult when they're here because they'll be just pulling up everything, not even knowing what a weed is or a flower. But <laughs> So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, there's a lot growing, which is lovely. Absolutely lovely, actually. It's just really lovely to see it all, but a lot of it is growing over other stuff and inhibiting stuff. And um, I, I, one thing I'm really chuffed with, I looked at my coal rabbi and that swelled beautifully. I mean, we've had enough rain to get those going and they're looking really good. Um, as I said, I've not grown those before. So um, I'm quite uh, excited to see how they taste. Um, and what I probably will do once I get a bit more settled and a bit more uh, organised and things under my belt is go around and see what else I can plant vegetable-wise. Um, it might be that I do quite a bit of late sowing for some quick crops. Um, I've got potatoes growing and things. And I can see that the red currants are nearly ready. Um, and on holiday, they're beautiful. Um, they did a breakfast compote, which was all mixed berries, which was strawberries, red currants, and uh, raspberries, I guess. Or, yeah. And it was delicious. And I thought, oh, that's what I'll do with my red currants. I will save them all for a compote. Um, but yeah, I haven't really inspected a lot else at the minute. Just rushing around, getting the things done that I can see need doing instantly. Um, I'm sure I will... Uh, I'm sure I'm going to be busy. <laughs> In fact, I know I'm going to be busy for weeks on end here by the looks of it. Saturday afternoon and uh, I'm actually sat in the greenhouse. The sun uh, does keep coming out, but it's not too bad in here. There's not that there's a lot in here. I left as little as possible in here for Shelley to manage while I was away. Um, yeah, I'm still busy. Well, I've just had an afternoon nap, to be honest, and John's still having his. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was lovely yesterday. We actually had the twins. It didn't wear me out, but had the twins and um, managed to entertain them for a few hours. We, I made a little um, assault course in the garden. Got them doing that. That tired them out. And then... I think one of the lovely things about doing this sort of thing, and you can do it in any garden, you know, obviously, but, you know, ours is just on a larger scale, is taking them around and picking things um, to show them, to, you know, what to eat, what they can eat. And uh, yesterday they were, they, were, they were trying Monge too, which Lucy loved, and um, George spat out. <laughs> and then uh, we went on the hunt for some strawberries, um, found some strawberries in the uh, fruit cage, um, which I absolutely loved, the pair of them. And the funny thing is, I've got some other strawberries growing outside in a little um, raised bed near near to the grass area. 
And uh, they, kept, they kept looking at them. I said, no, they're still green. You can't have them yet. And every sort of 10 minutes they'd go, I said, they're still green. You can't have them yet. And they would keep going back time and time again to see if they'd change colour to red. Nope, they're still green. But, um, yeah, that's one of the brilliant things is that the kids can taste um, fresh produce straight from the garden. Um, and it's just fantastic to see their faces either way, either whether they love it or they hate it. It's, it's just brilliant. So, yeah, we had fun doing that. Um, yesterday, when I was weeding, I was trying to weed the garlic bed and the onion bed because obviously they will start now to die back ready for harvesting, sort of mid-July usually. Um, there's quite a few weeds in there. The garlic has got garlic rust on it or onion rust or whatever you call it, allium rust. Um, but, uh, provided it doesn't get too bad, uh, they will be fine to leave growing until I need to harvest them. Um, the onions look fine at the minute. I mean, I think last year, I don't know if you remember last year, um, I had, uh, allium minor, oh, is it allium minor? Oh, anyway, it's a little minor grub that goes through all your onions, um, which was a disaster. So consequently, I didn't grow very many this year because I thought, well, you know, what's the point of growing that many if I'm going to get that again? But I have, it hasn't appeared this year. So <laughs> sod's law, that is. Um, I think I've probably got about 20 onions in there, which is never going to keep us going. But, uh, you know, hey, 20 is better than nothing. Um, the, I spotted the, I said I spotted the red currants. They're nearly ready. I'm going to go in there actually later and see what raspberries and that are ready. Um, I didn't dare do that with the kids because raspberry bushes have got tiny little thorns on, which, um, plus the, the fruit cage is looking lush, shall we say. I think I was thinking that is a word for the farm. The farm is looking lush. That is another word for overgrown. <laughs> but it is looking all lovely and green and vibrant and overgrown. But, um, hey, you know. Uh, one of the things I did say was I would come back and I would come back to, and I, that's what I'm coming back to now, is um, the trip. one of the trips I made uh, when we were on holiday and we went to Lithuania. Now, Lithuania wasn't originally on our list. Um, it wasn't on our itinerary at all. But uh, And St. Petersburg was, and so was um, Estonia, I think. But because they're too, yeah, obviously we can't go to St. Petersburg, and because Estonia is right next door, uh, that was taken off the itinerary. So we went to Lithuania instead, and um, oh, just and I'd I booked a tour, called back to the village, thinking we're just going back to the village to see what you know a little village in Lithuania looks like, which is absolutely fine by me. Um, we got on the bus and the tour guide was amazing. Um, young chap, probably late 30s, um, full of enthusiasm, full of enthusiasm um, for his country, for the way he lives, um, just everything. And, uh, you know, for the history of the country, the history of the place that he lives in. Um, he was just great I mean absolute tonic he was <clears throat> and then we went to we had a little tour around I can't remember what the village what the town is called that we stopped at um but it was basically I mean this is a whole nother angle that I we came across um up in the sort of like 
um, that region, in the Baltic region. We, uh, the town square that uh, of this town that we went to was actually, um, there is actually some footage on YouTube of Hitler uh, doing his talk from um, the balcony in the town square, which he showed us. Um, and sadly, there are um, not very many buildings left, not many, many Lithuanian historic buildings left because when they were invaded um, by the Germans, the Germans rendered them all to the ground. <coughs> and then um, I, think it, I think about 12 of them survived. And then when the Russians came and liberated Lithuania, in inverted commas, um, they raised all the German-built buildings to the ground and built their own. So, um, yeah, there's not a lot of uh, Lithuanian history left there. But uh, we did a tour around there and what was left was lovely. And then we went on out to a, uh, a, like a mill and a museum and all of the uh, artefacts that you would find if country living, running um, a farm, you know, just living generally. Um, and what was interesting about that is all, all the, you know, I recognise all the implements, all of the, you know, the scythes and the rakes and the uh, pestle, big, great big wooden pestle and mortars and spinning equipment and all of that. Um, and he said, how old do you think this equipment is? When do you think this equipment was last used? Well, if you compared it to this country, to the UK, then you're looking easily 150 years ago back. Um, not so in Lithuania. Uh, these tools, this way of living was um, how they did things right up until the technological revolution which really is kind of 1970, 1980, more or less. Um, and he said that what happened in Lithuania is the Industrial Revolution completely bypassed them. And uh, they more or less jumped from very basic old um, ways of life into the technological age, which is astounding, really, uh, when you think about it. Just they just went from what in one massive leap you know not all of them entirely obviously the more the bigger um, cities and things towns but out in the country certainly that's what happened and then um so that was a great little tour and then we went and also it was all about um lots of their folklore things as well which was really interesting and their festivals and then we got on the coach she said all oh, right now we're gonna take you to my house and i'm like what <laughs> So, um, thinking, you know, he just lived in a village, in a house in a village. and um, But we got on the bus and the bus went down some roads and then it went down a windy track and then it went down a smaller windy track and then eventually it stopped at this most amazing little small holding, which was just astounding. Um, and we got out and we had a little race to just make yourself at home. My home is your home. Um, and, uh, you know, ask me any questions I want, you want. My wife is here. <clears throat> His children were all there. They, they, he'd kept them off of school. His children ranged from probably about eight or nine right down to four months old. Um, and there they were, you know, 
he'd kept them off of school because he he kept them off of school so that he, they could help mum tidy up all the dirty socks and pants and that that were lying around everywhere, which was funny enough. And then, yeah, we we went into his house and they'd laid on some lunch for us, and it was um, his wife makes all the different types of um, tea, so like nettle tea and uh, all those you know different types of uh, leaf teas that you can make from all the things that you grow uh, which is what they do and um we had uh goat's cheese um it was a beautiful goat's cheese that's just quite hard goat's cheese um which was made by the farm next door um and we had on top of that we had some honey which was from the farm the other side and then <laughs> and then we all had t- this wonderful different types of teas and nettle tea which was delicious and even John drank that amazing um in some pottery cups that her friend had made <laughs> and it was just brilliant you know and we just you know sat in his living room or in his dining room and um talked about he talked about the way he lived sustainably uh, self sufficiently um it was just fantastic it was just an absolute breath of fresh air to be honest to see uh and it really inspired me to um it, not only does it i think not only does it sort of validate what i do it, it, but there was inspiration there as well um because he was so enthusiastic about it and the way they live and uh, you know that that's that's a good way and the right way and i was like oh this is this is just amazing the sad thing is i didn't i did catch his first name but i didn't and i did drop a pin on the exact location of his farm but i can't find it anywhere online otherwise i definitely would have shared it with you because they hold he holds some um, summer camps there for kids and stuff as well oh it was just brilliant it was just the most amazing visit um really inspiring and yeah, just was right up my street. But, you know, everybody that went on the tour loved it. They loved him. They loved his family. They loved how he lives. Uh, just like, it was just so brilliant. Such a brilliant tour. Um, and I really, I just wanted to share that with you because, uh, you know, sometimes I think just, I'm just here on my own, doing my own thing. But there were thousands, millions of people all over the world doing it. So, um, yeah, we're not alone people we are not alone what else have i been doing today well mainly uh i did pick and cut a load of flowers i was up really early this morning half past five to cut some flowers uh not for anybody in particular but because i need really to start putting them out for sale so that people know they're going to be there so i still don't know how to tackle this gate sales thing it's just not happening <laughs> at all but that's fine yeah i mean eventually it will i mean it, ideally it will be bouquets that are ordered um and that's f- through word of mouth and social media and things like that uh so the gate sales not so not so important but um it would be nice to to get a few off the ground so uh, that's what i did i just cut flowers this morning just to put out and see but actually i don't think we've had a single egg customer today um consequently up early this morning so we had um john said oh there's a the fox was out in the paddock this morning and a deer um so we've got a lot of wildlife at the minute um we have a vixen and five cubs um prowling the area actually on the farm um late evening at the moment which is a bit of a worry 
she's got to feed her five cubs but um and yesterday john because we kept the chickens in while we we're away make it easier for shelly yesterday john moved the hut into the menage um and moved uh, one lot of chickens in there and he's going to um, put the other lot of chickens out but uh this this is potentially <laughs> it's going to be catastrophic i can see it happening uh, but that's that's how it is really um we also this is a little insight into country life so a friend of mine um an acquaintance um sarah lives up the lane and um I had a call from her, a missed call, which is unusual. And uh, so I messaged back and said, is everything all right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I just, uh, I shadowed a, a, a mum, a mother duck and 11 ducklings, I think they were, all the way up the lane. And they they came into your drive. <laughs> and uh, she was just sort of ringing to let me know. Um, which was funny, really, because I, um, before she had rung or before I'd I'd got chance to answer her back because I was busy I didn't answer the call John had come home and he said oh you never guess what I've just seen I've just seen a mum a mother duck and 11 ducklings waddling down the hill towards the pond <laughs> and everybody stopped for them so like oh it's so cute that we you know that a people really care about the wildlife and uh really um try to do their best for them and so we've got but she, I mean, she is brave, and she's come a long way. I mean, our, the lane—I don't know how far um, they were followed, but uh, even from here down to the pond is about half a mile. So she knew where she was going. I don't know how far she'd come from, but she was determined to get those ducklings onto water, um, which hopefully she succeeded in doing uh, before uh, the fox and her vixens found them, <laughs> which would be what happened. So yeah, we got uh, wildlife galore at the minute. Um, for the rest of the day, I've just been pottering really, and well, actually, I've been hanging up clothes. I don't know why we took so many clothes. We bought we took a, we bought a suitcase back that was dirty clothes and a suitcase back that was clean clothes. John said, "Why have you packed this many clothes?" And I'm, I actually have no idea. And when I'm hanging them up, Shelley said. Well, when you went on holiday, I looked in the wardrobe and thought, well, what clothes have they taken? Because <laughs> there's loads in here. And there are stacks. But then we have, like, different, you know, there'll be all my work clothes left behind and John's work clothes left behind and then all our good clothes will go on holiday. And then you have to pack for whether it's hot, whether it's cold, you know, whether it's going to be rainy. Um, so lots of different clothes packed. And then, consequently, it takes forever to wash them all and hang them all back up again. Um, I don't iron them. I'll iron them if I need them, if and when I need them. Um, or the next time we go on holiday, that but I don't know, hang them up. So um, yeah, so a lot of the morning I did that. John um, cleaned out the other chicken hut um, in the paddock, ready to move the chickens out there. Um, but apart from that, he hasn't done anything else. <laughs> Which I said to him, you haven't done a lot. I've been squatting around constantly, non-stop, literally, um, and. Uh, it gets a bit umpty about that, but it was true, which uh, I knew. I knew that he knew it was because he didn't uh, say anything back. So it just got umpty. <laughs> so yeah, um, coming outside. It's very windy today. Windy, but it's got a little bit hot in the greenhouse now. So I thought I'd just come out, and cool off because the sun is out. Uh, yeah, it's very windy and very quiet um, today. Like I said, no no egg customers. 
Uh, so I don't know what I mean. It's got quite. It's, when the sun's out, it's very hot, so I can't really stay out in the sun terribly long. Um, so I find something else to do indoors, maybe. It's uh, Monday morning, quarter to nine. John's gone off to work. Eee! That's um, the first time um, that we haven't spent the day together in uh, nearly four or five weeks, four weeks. So it's probably a, a relief for the pair of us, to be fair. Um, <laughs> what else have I been doing? Well, oh, sagas. So mainly I've been weeding, 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 weeding and getting very angsty about the amount of weeding I've got still to do. Um, yeah, it's just colossal, but uh, sort of a bit here and there every day. Um, John did a bit. He said, oh, what do you want me to weed? So I said, oh, the fruit cage would be great if you'd get in there. So he did a bit of that. And then he, next minute I said, uh, I went in there. I said, he's still in here. I couldn't hear him. He'd gone off to weed something else. I said, well, I asked you to weed this. Well, you asked me what you wanted me to do. I said weed this and they go off and go, yeah I got bored doing that bit so I went and did it the other bit so I'm like oh this is the another total difference between us as I will take on a job and finish the job I don't move to a different job and start that it drives me nuts but um oh I guess eventually we'll get it, get it all done I mean those the other bit did need doing as well but it's just like just finish a bit and then you can look at it and think well that's done you know Whereas if you're going doing bits here, bits there, you'll never actually, you know, condense in a whole area, at this, you know, and uh, I don't know, I don't know, just different minds, I suppose. Um, the other thing that's been happening is, um, so you'll remember that I said John on Friday, I think it was, he moved the hut. So he moved it into the menage, which we had this discussion, and I said... I didn't think it was a very good idea. And in fact, um, I think last year we decided we wouldn't use these huts again for one particular reason, which will become evident. And, um, but he was determined that that's what he's going to do. So I thought, right, get on with it. That's fine. He seemed to think that he put it in there. There's a four, like a four foot high fence around it. The chickens are going to love it in there so much. They're going to stay in there and uh, clear the area. Wow. To start with, they didn't stay in there. Of course they didn't. Um, I don't know what kind of um, mind thinks that they're going to just stay in there because he as a human thinks that's a good idea that and they will love it. <laughs> they didn't stay in there. They got out everywhere. They wouldn't go back into the hut at night because they'd been used to sleeping elsewhere. And uh, the fox has been so. It's like oh so um i think so far we've lost three hens since they've been out we let them out when we came home and we've lost three already uh which ugh, i kind of knew was going to be the case because they're on the prowl um i guess in i think in more than one at the minute um and not just uh so in there so it, it, it appears from having been up there in the morning uh and then going back um in the in the afternoon to do the feeding or late evening that it was taken it was got at some time in the afternoon so this is daytime now um that appears to be a daytime marauder and indeed yesterday 
I was weeding in the garden and I could hear the dog over the road barking away and then our dog barking and I got up to have a look to see if there was somebody at the front gate and there wasn't. Um, so I thought, well, I'll just walk over there and have a look and I could smell the fox. So um, our dog was obviously barking. So we got the dogs, um, took them all around the paddocks, tried to find out if it was still there. Um, and I said to John, no, it's gone now, because I, I could smell it and, it, and then I couldn't smell it. So it was definitely there and then it was gone. But uh, so we are now oh, on high alert all the time, um, which is uh, hard work, to be fair. It's hard work. Uh, so today, this morning, consequently, we ha John has not let them out this morning because he said, I can't really keep losing birds every day uh, in the daytime. Uh, the other problem with the hut was, and this is what we had before, is that it's got bars on the floor for all the poop to fall through. That's the idea. And then it has roosting bars, but sometimes the chickens don't want to roost up there for whatever reason, and they sit on the floor. And of course, the, the fox can come up underneath, and it, you know the bars are not very far apart, but it will chew the legs off the chickens. We've had this before, so that's why we decided we wouldn't use them anymore. And we've tried all the different things, like putting a heart, you know, a, a floor in, which is just not. It doesn't. It's disgusting. It's too small an area for for that, and it's very difficult to clean out. So we we put we boarded it out at one point, and then we've taken it out. We've also tried um, putting chicken wire over it, um, but again, that's really really difficult to clean that. Um, once it's all covered in poop um, so that's the, one of the reasons we decided we wouldn't use them anymore but John in his wisdom decided it would be a good idea and we'll do that and I'm thinking oh, I'll just get on with it because I can't be bothered to argue knowing I'm right which I am um, and so yeah so we've now so we lost one chicken overnight where, where the, the fox has chewed the legs off um, and two chickens in some time in the afternoon on separate occasions. So it's not going well, people, <laughs> in that respect. Um, so today they're in, um, just uh, and potentially, uh, well, we'll leave them in this morning, maybe even till um, later on this afternoon, uh, and then let them out when there's a lot more activity out and about because of just me here now on my own there's not a lot going on you know there's not when there's a lot of people here obviously it keeps things like that away um and when there's people moving around the farm that it, it keeps everything it keeps the foxes away but when there's just me here pottering around quietly by myself it's the temptation is great i think for the fox so at the minute, the front birds are out in their outdoor pen. They're outdoor run, but they're not out in the field. And the, and the, and the ones at the back that John moved to the other hut are now back in the old hut, um, shut in. And I really don't know what the answer is. I really don't know what we're going to do. Because at times, especially this time of the year now, with um, you know the cubs getting bigger and coming out as well, it's a lot more foxes. And... Uh, yeah, it's just becoming an impossible task, really, unless you build, you know, something like, I don't know, Fort Knox. Um, it just is becoming quite difficult, totally. Uh, the other thing I've been doing was it was quite warm. It's been quite warm, and so not a lot outside in the day. I sort of, again, using the shade where I can. Um, 
constantly establishing I've not got enough shade really but if I did have a lot of shade nothing really would grow very well so it's it's that's catch-22 situation and I as I said I picked all those Monge 2 um, the other day and I did put them out for sale but they didn't go um, and then so I thought I brought them back in and I thought right I will make this soup pea pea and potato soup but i use mange too which we had for dinner last night which um john dutifully ate <laughs> i'm glad to say it was it's a bit bland of well you don't like things that are not bland anyway so it doesn't matter um it wasn't bad it was you know it's perfectly edible it you know more than edible it's perfectly nice i wouldn't say oh i really loved that and i'd have that again but um it you know it used up some surplus and it was a meal it was a good meal as well as give you a good pack of you know vegetables and uh it was again it literally was just um you can use pea pods so if you pod in peas you can use the pea pods or you can use the mange to um chuck a few peas in there it was just like onion and then i put uh, potatoes in there and some parsley and some mint and a stock cube but really um if you like um your, you know if you like spicier food you could have put some chili in there you could, you could put whatever you like in really and to to give the flavor you know to boost the flavor a little bit more um funnily enough Shelly sent me a recipe that was a joe wicks one for pea soup and it was it had feta cheese um, crumbled into it afterwards which i thought oh that would be lovely so it could or, or even blue cheese or anything you know whatever whatever you've got um, yeah, and it wasn't wasn't bad. I definitely um, I'd do that again for sure. Uh, you know, it used up the, the veg, and um, it was a good meal. That you know, wasn't bad. We didn't you know we didn't expend a lot of energy yesterday because it was quite warm, so we didn't actually need to replace any uh, energy that we lost. <laughs> so it was uh, it was um, ideal with a bit of bread and stuff. So yeah that's what we did yesterday and as I said it was quite hot so um not a lot else really other than weeding 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 oh and John cut the grass but apart from that not a lot else it's uh lunchtime same day uh, it's a funny day today um it's warm but it's overcast as she says just as the sun comes out <laughs> but it's been ideal for me because um obviously I can move about freely so uh and I've spent the morning um, picking mostly. Uh, so I've been picking mange too, broad beans. I've pulled some carrots, and they these would be the thinnings of the carrots. So, but they're still, you know, as long as they're big enough, they're still edible. Um, I pulled up some potatoes that were just self-set uh, and had flowered. Um, so we're going to have all that for our uh, with our dinner tonight. Um, and then I picked. Um, some a few strawberries, some raspberries, and some red currants, which we will also have um, for dessert in one form or another. I haven't quite decided yet which one. But um, and then I did a mammoth pick of rhubarb because um, I'd said to Shelley, don't bother picking the rhubarb uh, when I'm away and um, put it in the freezer because I've got loads. But actually, obviously, you need to keep picking it. So. Um, just picked a, uh, quite a bit of rhubarb. I'm going to give um, a load to my mum for the freezer, and I've put out some bundles for sale because I I do have some. And I if I want, you know, we've got the other fruit tonight, so if I do want rhubarb, I'll just come out and pick some fresh. Um, 
I was thinking about the other things that are sort of up and coming ready um which if you're doing this you might be uh thinking well what's what's coming so um obviously you've got a lot you've got a lot of herbs that are um probably about to go into flower so now is a good not a good time to pick and really what they'd be picking early spring but if you cut them all back you'd get fresh growth so don't let them flower if you've got mint and things just um cut them back and you get fresh growth to use again uh the onions and the garlic are about to start dying off i have had some of them were really loose in the ground when i weeded so i had had to pull some of those up and dry them off but that that'll be right i'll be just using them straight away they won't store i haven't got enough to store for the winter anyway this year so yeah i've got mange two coming um in their hundreds <laughs> And the more you pick, the more you get. They're just like the sweet pea flowers. If you grow sweet pea flowers as well, keep picking them because the more you pick, the more you'll get. Um, strawberries. Strawberries are coming on nicely at the minute. I used to have a massive strawberry patch, but I actually just have to spend the whole morning picking strawberries, which is great. I used to make jars and jars and jars of strawberry jam. But I've um, cut that, scaled that right back because uh, A, you know, a lot of strawberry jam is not that good for you. Um, a lot of any jam is not that good for you. And, uh, uh, you know, I need to put my time into other things, really. So, yeah, <clears throat> so I'm just wandering around thinking, what, what what's coming next? So um, the coal rabbi is about the size of a... I'm just going to have a look at it now. About the size of a... Well, bigger than a golf ball, smaller than a tennis ball in between, really. So I, I think I'll keep leaving them. Oh, I think they get a lot bigger than that. So um, I'll leave them for a while unless I decide, oh, I might try that and see what they taste like. The dwarf beans I've got in, uh, I've got flowers on. Um, so they're not producing bean pods yet, so they're not ready. Um, the red currants are abundant this year, and I it's been a good thing so we made tried to make really sure this year that the fruit cage couldn't be got in by birds and that seemed to have worked because there are a lot of fruit and last year i was thinking i kept going out thinking where's all the fruit there's no fruit on here well it was because the birds were getting in and pinching them all before i could get um get to them so this year we made sure that nothing could get in and it's uh, working a treat because i can find um strawberries raspberries currants galore so uh, that would be great. We'll have a great haul of um, soft fruit, hopefully, this year, which <laughs> has eluded us the last couple of years. I've got tomatoes forming on my uh, plants, which um, the, the, I find the earliest ones are the, uh, the indigo rose. And I've got some good, good-sized fruits on there already, whereas the other tomatoes, like the gardeners to line that, they're still in flower. They're not, they're not produced any fruitlets yet. So, oh, no, I beg your pardon. There are a few tiny ones on there. But the indigo rose do seem to be far ahead of the other um, types of tomatoes. Uh, courgettes have started to flower. So, and there are some tiny courgettes on there. So they will, uh, you know what courgettes are. So they grow very quickly. I've got no flowers on my peppers yet. Um, Hopefully that they will come sooner. The sun has really come out now. I've just come in the polytunnel and the sun has come out massively. It's boiling in here. So I'm going to open this door and I'm going to go around and open the other end so that they get some uh, airflow through here. The cucumbers are just starting to put on some really good um, leaf growth. You know, no cucumbers on there yet. Um, 
but uh, yeah, so far I've got more more courgettes down the back here, which uh, one's got a flower on it. But um, that's about it at the minute. Open this door. It's going to get some airflow through. It's going to get hot. I, uh, the temperatures are set to get really quite high at the weekend, up to 30, which is going to be... <laughs> I'm going to be, well, mainly indoors probably at that rate. So, yeah, I thought I'd just walk around the garden and say, tell you what, what sort of available at the minute and what I've decided to do this year is just really pick it when we need it and I will be picking it every day but um and then if we have any massive gluts they will get frozen um but uh I scaled it right back this year I've got some red cabbage in um I did scale it right back I'm kind of regretting that a little bit now but uh hey ho it's done so um unless and i won't i'm not really going to put anything in um at the minute because the temperatures are set to go high so it'll be a bit of a struggle for them to survive but i'll see what else i can get in once uh, some of the other beds are empty like the onion and the garlic beds the garlic's sort of drying off now <clears throat> and i might get some quick crops in there i might get another crop of say um late carrots or uh, beetroot or turnips even they're quite quick growing um, just for some winter store foods. Um, uh, I think some of the... I was thinking, actually, some of the... Uh, they're not all courgette plants I've got out there. There are some squash plants out there, so I should have some squash um, to store at the end of the year, but not on the scale that I've done in previous years at all this year because uh, it, just, it just got a bit out of hand, really. I've got some globe artichokes that are forming now. And I like low artichokes, but they are right faff, a real faff to prepare to eat. Oh, and also I've got some, I'm quite chuffed about this. This is another thing that's happened because we've managed to keep the birds out of the fruit cages. I've got olives forming on my olive tree in there. I've got another olive tree in the middle of the grass here. That won't have any on because the birds just eat all the tiny little um, buds. Uh, so that won't have any, but I've got some, lots of olives and, oh yes, I've got grapes growing on my grapevine. So, <clears throat> yeah, so all in all, it's not too bad. I've got cherries on the tree, which I never usually get. Um, anyway, so the birds usually eat those before I can get to them. The blackcurrants are coming on nicely. Got lots of apples and pears on the trees and plums. So, and the front apple tree, the cooking apple tree has got lots on as well, which we didn't have last year because we had it cut back the year before. So we're not going to starve. That's that's the main thing. We are not going to starve. That's for sure. And uh, this is the time of year I love when it all all your hard work sort of starts producing really nice, tasty food on the plate, um, which is what it's all about. Um, obviously, there's tons and tons more that you can be growing that you know to eat, and a lot of it will depend on what time you've got and what you like to eat. Um, we're pretty basic here um so you know i do i do try to encourage john to eat some extra things now and again but it's, he's not that keen and that's fine you know um yeah so that's what we got growing that's what i've been picking this morning a mammoth pick of uh stuff for dinner i look forward to that later that'll be nice and tasty um yep that's what we got at the minute It's quarter past 12 on Tuesday. Um, 
yesterday was a good day for me outside because I got a lot done because it was quite overcast. Um, I think I probably said I didn't listen back to this. This is bad of me. Um, so I did a lot of picking. Um, and then for dinner, we had all the vegetables with some chicken, which was really nice. Um, and I also made a... Um, well, I want to call it a coolie, it's not coolie, well, compote with the fruit, um, which I uh, was going to have with some Greek yogurt for breakfast this morning. And I, years ago, I bought one of those yog easy yogurt makers that uses sachets because I like Greek yogurt. And in order to make that yourself, you have to strain it three times, I think, something. So it's a lot easier to do it in one of these things. So I made up a batch of Greek yogurt and I thought, well, that's great. I'll have that for breakfast in the morning. Um, and then we popped over to Mum's to take her some rhubarb that I picked because there's tons of rhubarb to pick and uh, came back, had our dinner and then I spent the evening watering because it was the kind of evening where I could get out there quite early and get a lot of it done. So that's what I did. Um, just before we came in and it got dark, I uh, went out to the paddock, did all the horses water and let Biscuit out into the full paddock with Jack. So because she's been um, sort of contained now for couple of weeks so I let her back out for a few days then this morning woke up and the sun shone from the minute it came up and uh, it's there is cloud in the sky but it's mainly uh, sunny most of the time so um and which was I, th I think I don't know whether my mindset gets in there I think oh you know I'm not going to get much done out there today so I didn't really feel like doing much outside at all so consequently I got on um inside and did um you know did the eggs put the washing i'd put the washing on last night so i hung that out early um messaged the man about the broken lawnmower because i had given that job to john but i know that'll never get done so i messaged him and he hasn't got any any availability to look at it until august Ooh, so oh, i'm gonna have to sort something else out in between um and then uh oh yeah and then what <laughs> sometime in that I thought well I'll get the yogurt out and have my breakfast and the yogurt was still runny so that's my fault because the water that I put in with it to shake it up with was too warm um but not to be deterred I thought okay well I will use the compote and the runny yogurt and I'll make a yogurt breakfast smoothie which is exactly what I did so that's why I'm not going to waste it um if you ever end up with yogurt like that you can always use it in baking you know make lollipops out of it um all kinds of things really it's not wasted yeah, so i made a smoothie and i'll probably have another smoothie tomorrow <laughs> and then i'll make a try and make a decent batch of yogurt um towards the end of the week so yeah that's what i've been doing this morning and then um one big thing um so as i wasn't coming outside i thought well, i i didn't really feel i don't know maybe i'm just really tired of <laughs> doing it all I just didn't feel like coming outside knowing it was going to be quite warm anyway plus Shelley's picking me up in a few minutes time um to go to her house for the afternoon um so I thought well, well I need to be productive really so what can I do and I thought well do you know what I keep talking about putting on these workshops so that's what I'll do I'll create a workshop event which is exactly what I did um so I've created a, just a small workshop for five people um to make a corsage uh, which um, hopefully they'll go away with all the knowledge needed to make sure that that corsage stands up for the day. Um, plus the knowledge 
to be able to change it to put it onto a headband or onto a wristband if they don't want to wear it on a dress um, this is a pinned one which will be but you can use magnets if you've got a very expensive dress that you don't want to put pinholes in which is uh, you know useful to know as well so um so yeah i created my first workshop event and put it out there um it's just gone live about 20 minutes ago so uh, we'll wait and see if we get any takers for that because uh i think well at least that's productive you know um so yeah i'm quite excited actually about that doing that so i thought it's something i can do it's it's not going to be a massive big event and if there's quite a lot of interest i can put on more than one and um build up to doing other different types of workshops so uh yeah we'll, we'll see where that one goes but um I, at the minute I'm just waiting for Shelley to come because she's going. I'm going to go to her house and uh, she's going to take my nail polish off. Um, I don't have my nails done very often. I, I certainly don't have plastic bits put on my nails, um, plastic nails, whatever they are, put on. Um, I think I don't even know what you call these, but they it, it is my real nail with varnish that's set on top. Um, when I and I don't have them done very often because if I'm under the weather, if I'm not very well with the lupus, uh, the lights that they set them under tend to make my um, hands start going red and uh, I, can't, I can't do it. But actually, I was feeling very well, very good when I had them done this time. So I said, Shelley, yeah, we'll just risk it, and it was fine. So um, it just goes to show it just if it just depends on what state my body is in on whether I can have these things done and I literally just had it done um for the holiday and now I'll get them taken off um take the polish off but you need uh, nail varnish remover that I, had, I don't have um so I'll go and get that done and uh see Florence and see the progress that Shelley might have been making in their garden while I'm there because I haven't been over to her house for a while now um oh, I'm just watching Biscuit limping past she's still limping she's got a bit of thrush in her foot um, I'll get Samantha to come over and have a look at that again she's cleaned it all out and, but where we had all well when I was away and we had wet weather hot weather wet weather hot she got a little bit of thrush in her foot so she's limping a little bit on that or it could be where she's been charging around because she's been let out with Jack so either way um, hopefully she has a little bit of quiet today uh, but I will get out and have a look at that at some point I'll get Samantha to have a look she knows what she's looking for and I don't really <laughs> so yeah that's uh that's it so far today that's what i've been doing it's a glorious day um but i haven't been out in it so i've been productive indoors instead it's half past eight uh wednesday morning and i have already been up for three hours working because we got Clear blue skies and hot temperatures again today. Climbing to very hot over the weekend, I think, and then breaking with thunderstorms. That's my understanding of what's going to happen. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah, yesterday I spent a lovely afternoon at Shelley's. Had a look around her garden that they've just... Uh, they just they put an extension on their place, their little bungalow, and then took down the garage and then they've redeveloped all the garden so just in the process of uh they dug out tons and tons and tons of um 
hard standing and everything so it's been quite a long hard job for them but they're just now getting to the stage where they can start um seeing um putting down the you know the, the touches that finish it off we've got to put the patio down yet but and then talking about where pl what where plants will go what sort of plants and where and Shelley likes to grow veg um not on a massive scale but she just likes to grow some so that she can you know the kids can get involved and um they know what fresh veg tastes like uh, I think eventually they want to move somewhere where they've got a bigger garden where they can do that on a bigger scale but at the minute they just use uh, what available space they've got um yeah and we picked up Florence from nursery at lunchtime and then we picked up Josh after school which was lovely to go and see them I haven't actually seen them since before my holiday because uh the day we came back they'd obviously gone to school and then Shelley was away for the weekend so um yeah so that was nice uh then came home I'm trying to think what I did when I came home oh and uh I had to wait for it to cool down a bit before I could come out and do some watering but actually this morning it's been quite it's quite damp overnight the grass is quite dewy um so it's you know things aren't faring too badly um I think last year one of the years it was just endless endless scorching hot days and no rain <laughs> and everything flagged but everything's looking quite good really still a lot of weeds but I'm you know getting over that <laughs> um so this morning I've been up uh early to get out here and cut flowers so I've been cutting flowers, got a bouquet to do today. And the other flowers I've been cutting are just ones I'm going to make up small bunches of and um, put out for sale um, and try different combinations of colours and styles of flowers, really. A little bit of playing around. But then when I, you know, when I look at it, I think, yeah, that's all right. I'll probably put them out for sale and uh, see how we go. Cause it's slow and... Uh, I don't really know. I don't want it to really rock it because I would be, um, I would have a lot of work to do then, but just a little pick up a little bit would be quite good, really. Had initially, um, you know, a few orders for bouquets here and there for birthdays and that, but it's gone a bit quiet. I'm guessing, you know, people are going on holiday, the price of living's going up. Um, so I'm not looking to massively um, increase. I don't think because I think I'd be a bit snowed under but maybe just um, a couple of two a few more a week would be good would be ideal um obviously the flowers now are uh sort of they're starting to need deadheading and cutting back so you get another flush you know there's always uh, continuous work I'm learning massive lessons on the way um flower stem height is a, is a hard one um to uh to get um and i guess you just make your flower bunches accordingly <laughs> according to the stems um yeah it's quite a difficult one um yeah i've just picked a load of mange too this morning again um i say a lot i mean it's a bowlful but you know like a cereal bowlful it's quite a lot but um, not masses, but you're doing that every day. That's quite a lot. John's like, I don't really like Mars too. I'm like, I don't really care if that's what you're eating because <laughs> that's what I'm growing. <laughs> I don't like Mars too and broad beads. Well, that's what's available at the minute. So that's what we've got, I'm afraid. <laughs> so, um, yes, <laughs> that's just funny. But 
Uh, my brother's coming over today. Remember, I, I might have said or not, but um, the same day we came back off holiday, my brother flew in from Australia for a couple of weeks and his family. Um, I have seen them once before, you know, once already, but they're coming over for some spot of lunch today, so that'll be nice. Um, and pop around and have a look around, show them, show them what I've been doing. Um, actually, I'm looking at the deck in there, I think I really ought to probably clean the table and we can have a lunch out there. It'd be quite nice. Yeah. If I've got a parasol up, that is. Um, yeah, on the agenda today, otherwise, uh, not a lot. I feel tired already, <laughs> having done three hours of work. I do feel tired already. Um, John's let the chickens out today, so we'll see how that goes, whether we lose any more. It's, oh, I don't know, just getting to the getting eggs stacking up again. I'm just getting to the stage where I think, oh, is it really worth it? You know, or should we just concentrate on living for ourselves? You know, um, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I get like that. When I get tired, I think I just can't be bothered. I just cannot be bothered. Um, you know, I get up and function and do the things I have to do, but my heart isn't in... Um, growing for everybody else uh <laughs> so <laughs> to put out for sale but that, you know that maybe that's just the time of life i've got to now to think yeah just i don't know it's just i i seem to be constantly having to put it out there i think that's the problem and i think at one time going i said to john going back a couple of years i couldn't get it out there fast enough um but i was so busy it was ridiculous and now I don't know whether whether it's me, whether it's the clientele just completely changed. Who knows? Who knows? I can't really put my finger on it. And I don't have the energy to try, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> but, uh, yep, so I will let you know what I did the rest of the day later on. One quick thing I wanted to talk tell you about that I'd bought. Um, so I bought a solar charger. Um because one of the things, you know, with the energy prices going up and up and up, one of the things that uh, we do a lot is charge our phones. Um, I charge my phone, my iPad, um, John charges his phone. Yeah, so quite a bit of charging on things. So I said to John, well, they had one on offer, um, this pack, power pack. Uh, it was reduced from £40 down to 30 So. It'll take my, my a while for me to recoup my my money, I think, but um, it also means I can just be recharged. And it charges the phone really quickly. I did it this morning. It, it didn't take long at all. Um, normally we do them sort of overnight, or you know when when you have to, you know when you're desperate, when you've got no charge left in your phone. But uh, it's also portable, obviously, um, and it does five to the when that when it's powered up. It does five charges of a of a phone, um, three something like three charges of your of an iPad, so it holds really quite good charge. Uh, so I said, John, I'm going to get one of them because when I'm working outside, I can be charging the actual pack up itself, or I can just leave it outside and charge it up, um, and then charge the phones up whenever you know, and wherever more convenient as well. And also means, you know, you you've been out when. You, you know you're trying to find somewhere and you've got a tiny little battery left on your phone and, and you know it's going to die before you found your location um 
so I think it would be really handy. And uh, um, one thing that uh, John bought me for my birthday a few years ago was a solar-powered radio um, for the greenhouse, and it's fantastic. Um, it's a Roberts radio, so it, but it's um, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, I can always go in there, just flick it on, and away it goes. Um, it's obviously just stood in the window of the of the greenhouse, but it's uh, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm loving little solar things that just charge up themselves. Great, and uh, obviously save money too. Hello, it's half past eight, uh, Thursday morning, and uh, it's already been a busy morning. Um, I'm just about to go out and water the polytunnels. I should have done it last night, but I was absolutely shattered and uh, physically um, couldn't even move, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, so yesterday afternoon, um, my brother and his family came for lunch and then the twins were here as well um i'm trying to think what we did after that i have no idea that was quite a long afternoon and then uh, get tidied up get dinner sorted get the animals done and um after dinner we went out and when it was cooled down a bit and went out and got a bit of shopping because we were yeah, sadly lacking in a few things so this morning um i thought well last night i thought i should have come home and done some watering but i was just exhausted so i thought i'd do it first thing in the morning however i've been very busy this morning so it's now half past eight i, I intended to get up early and you know some of those mornings you just cannot wake up uh, that was this morning so actually didn't get up until the half past six alarm went off um got up uh had breakfast did the eggs went walked across john was just uh, he'd had his breakfast he was just going out to let out the chickens walked across towards the front of the to where the, i put the eggs in the shed and a fox shot across the paddock next door up towards our the back end of ours so i shouted fox because he literally hadn't let the chickens out yet um and i you know he came down and said it's just gone across there so um yeah, so at the minute he's let half the chickens out. Uh, not not all of them. Hopefully, this, the fact that the fox we saw the fox and I shouted will deter the fox. But um, you never know. He he can't really tell at all. So uh, that was already this morning. I've done some flowers this morning. I did a bouquet yesterday. Well, that was what I did yesterday afternoon. I had to get the um, bouquet sorted and ready uh, to go to the customer. Which we sorry, I've got a bit of dill keep dangling in my face uh which we did fine uh did and then yeah that was when we came back and did nothing for a while um so i've done up some i also yesterday when i cut those flowers i cut some more for some little jam jar poses just to go out in the um shed and what i do is pick them and then i'll photograph them and try and just keep up a bit of social media profile on that um whether they sell or not is you know by the by um the fact that i'm doing them is is the main thing yeah, so um, it's going to get hot again today, um, which is why I was a bit silly leaving that really. So uh, at the minute it's all right, I'm in the shade at the moment, but um, it was very hot yesterday and it's going to get even hotter tomorrow. And at some point I want to try and get and cut some shade uh, netting just to whack over a few things that uh, might 
struggle in the intense heat that we're going to get tomorrow apparently so uh yep so now i've finally got out here get out here to come and do some watering and that's it for this week um and it's a little bit long because uh i had added on those extra bits before we went away which i said i wasn't going to do but um it's nice to be back it's lovely to be back um it was quite a long holiday um a bit too long we've decided that's too too long away 16 16 nights away that was so um quite long and uh yeah it's nice to be back um but it's been hard work ever since we got back so uh, <laughs> it's full on so thank you very much for listening and i will catch you again next week <laughs>